men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there's that one time. You know, oh, jeez. Aaron. <sighs> You're the worst. You are the worst. This is jobbing out. Welcome in. Uh, it's episode number four, as in all four of us are here. All four of us somehow are here. And, and is this also the fourth jobbies? Or I, oh man, I would assume that it's the fourth jobbies. Is it not? I don't. I'm not gonna double check on that. But it's the fifth. It's fifth? the fifth. fifth Holy jobbies. shit! The fifth annual jobbies. So we'll call it episode forty-five because uh, all four of us are here. And it's the fifth Jobby Awards. I am Glenn Clark. He is Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun. He is Brandon Linton from Rams Head Live. And he is, of course, the main event. Man. 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 Yes, AJ Francis and his pizza. Um, which, uh, now how are you going to eat that pizza, AJ Francis? Like a normal person or like a psychopath like Noel Foley? I'm going to eat it backwards, like, um, the commercial. Oh, the backwards bit. By the way, Noel Foley totally no-sold us. Uh, when we brought, we bumped into her in Brooklyn. I don't think we even talked about it on this show. Um, we, we bumped into Noel Foley. So had we had her on the show at that point yet? When yeah. did we have Noel? Yeah. We had her on right before It was evolution. way past. It was way past the pizza thing. Yeah, we bumped into Noelle as we were... What show were we leaving when we bumped into her? Was it... Um, I, think, I think it was Raw, wasn't was it? It, it might have been Raw, because no, I don't know oh, that we were all together. with you before Raw. Oh, okay. No, it was afterwards. No, it was when after. we were leaving. It wasn't oh, before. Oh, oh, and oh, I think oh, you oh. had bailed to go get... I think, I think Brandon's right. She was right, like I, literally jumping in an Uber I think, or something. I think Howie we might have like, been with us, and I, I attempted to get her attention and mention the pizza thing, and I got dick. I mean, oh, no. it was like, nothing. It was like, car door gone. Yep, and got nothing back about that whatsoever. Um, so here's the deal. Uh, this is the Jobbies. I know we were. it's been difficult trying to get all the four boys together in order to do it. We didn't want to do a piece together bit where we wanted to have everybody together. So no show last week. We apologize. Hope everybody enjoyed their holiday. But uh, we'll be back to it uh, starting this week as we do the Jobby Awards. Um, Aaron, we have the, basically the same categories as we've done in past years, correct? Yeah, I think there there was one year where we really. By the way, Brand, Brandon, like is your daughter planning on is your daughter planning on uh, voting in this year's Jobbies? Sure. Yeah, is she? Is she? Is it just me, Braun Strowman in every category? Is that the way it's going to go? You took you you took the joke right out of my mouth. Damn it! Yes. Damn it! Damn it! All right, sorry. Go ahead, Aaron. I was going to say there was one year we did like twenty categories. We've narrowed it down a little bit, but yes, Boy, that was a really stupid bit on our best part. In WWE and NXT. All right. But 
There are three new categories. That's right. That's right. We did decide. Um, obviously, we didn't need to do an entire like year-long thing for AEW because they've only been around for a few months and a couple other shows. I mean, you know, the, they've been around for three months and three other shows. But um, we did, obviously, we feel as though they deserve some sort of inclusion, so we threw in a couple of AEW categories as well. In fact, you know what? That might not be a bad place to start. Um, the jobbies just because there's there's less to work with and we can build up the maybe some of the more major awards. Oh, so it's like the it's like the red carpet show when they right. the awards they can't fit on the show. Exactly right. They're like, and here's the award for hair and makeup. You know, like I feel like we could do the hair and makeup awards right now. Right. So I guess let's get into it. Hang on a second. Coming to you live from Baltimore, Maryland, and <laughs> and everywhere else across the world, <laughs> the fifth annual Jobby. With your hosts, the Man Beast, <laughs> and and three other jerks I don't care about. Cancer boy. Hey! Cancer like that. The worst, the worst, <laughs> and the maid of things. <laughs> All right, so oh, I'm sorry, my apologies, <laughs> my apologies. All right, um, so Aaron, you are, I guess, our sort of like uh, master of ceremonies. The way it works, we do it in the same order that we normally do our uh, picks for pay per views. And we'll all give our choice, and if we end up with a tie, we then decide if we want to uh, try to talk each other out of it, or if um, we just want to, uh, you know, end it in the tie. That's the way it works. Yeah, basically, if anyone wants to switch at any point, they can. Yep, exactly right. So, Aaron, with that in mind, uh, where are we going to start? Um, well, I guess if we're starting with AEW, let's start with the AEW Breakout Star of the Year, which we termed as someone who had not been in WWE or other right. major television previously. Right. So that's what we're doing. Somebody who had never been on a major and like, you know, if they no, made Kenny it Kenny Omega doesn't count. I'm fine with Kenny Omega not counting. But you know what I mean? like the young bucks don't count. Basic yes. Yes, no. somebody who was not an established professional wrestling star that got their opportunity because of AEW. Yes. All right. Uh, AJ, you have the first selection. Um as you all know, uh, I was when AEW was first announced. I was talking about there were specific wrestlers that I wanted to see more from because I hadn't really seen a lot from them. I didn't watch a lot of their indie stuff. I've seen clips of them, but I thought that they might be spot junkies. I mean, monkeys and junkies because of all the the clips I saw from them. But my vote for. AEW Breakout Star of the Year has to be Darby Allen. Ooh, ooh, not one of my two. I came down between two, and Darby Allen wasn't one of them. Good choice. Yeah. Um, uh, AJ, do you want to talk about why? Because otherwise, I will join you, and I will as oh, well. Oh, hot vote shit. For Darby Allen. Hot shit. No, okay, very good. I, I, I love, it because, I love, is, I love uh, Darby because he was given an opportunity in that match with Jericho. And he showed the fuck up. 
Well, that part is true. By the way, you know, it's I'm supposed to be second, right? Like, that's the way that this works, uh, just for what it's worth. We, we do have an order here. There should be order. Order in the jobbies. <laughs> Not to mention one of the best gifts that came from wrestling this year is him skateboarding down the ramp. It's excellent. Nobody is going to debate that. I think there are a lot of great nominees for what it's worth. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that Sammy you Guevara. All Lives Matter. I got you. Yeah, I do. I'm an All Lives Matter type of guy. I think Sammy Guevara deserves uh, some conversation here. He's been brilliant. He has not gotten the same level of matches as some other guys, and so that's the reason why I can't include him. Um, I think we need to talk about the fact that Riho has basically been the women's division the entire time. Like, there's basically not a women's division other than Riho in AEW. So I think she warrants conversation in this. Um, I, I, I hear you on Darby Allen, and maybe some of this is recency bias and where we're going, but let's call a spade a spade. I think right now, at the moment, the best non-Chris Jericho performer in all of AEW is MJF, period. And so my vote, one hundred percent, goes to MJF. Uh, I'm going next, and MJF is the is another person I did consider when I was thinking breakout. I thought of kind of where the person entered when they first hit AEW to where they are now, and MJF will obviously, you know, he hasn't gotten big. You know, he's been on this show. We, you know, we knew we, everyone who had heard that, of MJF. Was that our was standard? If you could be on this show, then you're too big. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. No, no, no. But but hold on. My my point is that what people knew if they knew of MJF was that he was a good talker. And he showed that. And he certainly showed that. But at least as of to this point, he hasn't shown much besides the fact that he's a good talker. Darby Allen, I think took where he was, you know, he was on the pre-show of Fighter Fest or whatever, or on the low card. And now you can consider him as one of the, not a main eventer necessarily. Yeah, but he def- is. Yes, he I, is. He's been, he's been in the main event and if certainly an upper mid card. If AEW had a big show tomorrow and you told me the main event was Darby Allen versus literally anybody, I would believe yeah. it. I hear you. Exactly. And, and that's you. so, as far as a breakout goes, I feel like Darby Allen has risen more from when he first showed up on AEW. All right, Brandon, this is an important choice for you. So it kind of sucks to be at this point because my pick was going to be someone completely different, but... Well, <laughs> that, that would... Say it and see if Glenn wants to switch to it. Mine's uh, Sammy Guevara. And the reason is, like, I feel like... Uh, By the Brandon shat all over Sammy Guevara three months ago. Brandon did, like, 15 minutes of murdering the fact that their advertised match for the first show right. was Cody versus Sammy Guevara. Who the fuck is that guy? And then I saw him. Right. Exactly. And that makes it even better, right? So I think I think that's the right pick. Because I, I, like, I think for this... One, I like someone who isn't necessarily yet in the main event, but like on the verge of put potentially getting there. Um, so that's I, I see the argument for MJF, but I'm, but I'm also kind of like, you know, I like to pick a guy who's sort of like almost there, and I and he's like in the storyline of the main event because of Jericho and the Inner Circle, but um, and has has turned out to several you know, big main event spot. So I'd pick him. It's a mistake on my part. Cause I could just create argument, but we're too early in the night for it. I am not going to switch my vote. And therefore Darby Allen is the winner. 
Okay. That's just the way it goes. I'm not – look, I, I love Sammy Guevara. Don't get me wrong. I think he's incredible. I also want to give a shout-out to Jungle Boy in this conversation. True. Um, fucking A, Jungle Boy is yeah, the I truth, I mean, there are man. a number. You could say private Marco party. Stunt. Yeah, absolutely. Mark. Yeah, Marco Stunt. By the way, dude, you know, for a guy that's gotten shit on and shit on and shit on and shit, and I think some of that's a work, but, like, you know, dude, that guy's legit. Like, there's no world in which that guy belongs in this business based on the way he looks. Um, and he is every ounce of legit Marco stunt. But, um, yeah, I mean, look, I'm fine with Darby Allen. I don't think it's a bad answer. I think it's a very good answer and fits the bill quite well, so I'm not going to fight anybody about it. All right, let's go with, um, just because I think that we, we need some agreement here, let's go with uh, AEW uh, superstar or AEW person because they're not superstars. But uh, AEW Performer, performer of the year. Performer, performer of, the, of year. the year, yes. Um. Is, is this or even a discussion here? Well, that, I think there legitimately is. I, I think there, you, there is. I, I think I know who it's going to be, but I, for what it's yeah. worth, for example, like SI, uh, Justin Barrasso decided that jo- uh, John Moxley was his performer of the year in all of professional wrestling, um, which I think is over the top. And I sort of understood his argument about the legitimacy that he gave eh. AEW and the whole thing. But eh. AEW, yeah, but I mean, what what he represented by jumping, you know, going to New Japan. If you're counting the off-screen stuff right you can make the right the the reality is aew's existence to this point yes is chris jericho chris jericho is most certainly the performer of the year in aew yes um if you wanted to go strictly by matches and you wanted to say cody has put on some of Why the do best I know matches you're gonna say that no no no, no. I, i'm go i'm voting for jericho i'm just saying to be devil's advocate if you're going strictly by performance in the ring you could make the argument for cody you could make the argument for SCU, who's put on some great tag matches. But I think overall, yes, it's Chris Jericho. You could also make the argument for, I agree with John Moxley. You you could also make the argument for, if you're going straight matches, Pat, Kenny O'Meara. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. put on, they put on great shows. But my vote already wrote down was Chris Jericho because yeah. a little, he needs to pop a little bit of a bubble. He's had a year. Yes, yes. I mean, that's and almost part of the reason why we had to include AEW in this is just because th- this year, it's, it, this is an amazing story. Like, I hate older professional wrestlers. I hate it. And yet, I can recognize the significance of what Chris Jericho has done and, you know, how, how much this particular, you know, whatever you want to call it, six-month stretch has meant in the formation of a company. It's unreal. So, yeah, I mean, Chris Jericho's obvious. And but you, can, hasn't you just could make the argument it wouldn't have even got off of the ground without him, you know? Not to this extent. Not to this extent. It's not like he's using his name Chris Jericho. It's that he once again has reinvented himself. Yes, and yes. he is performing at this level. It's not like we're just when saying... When was the last time oh, Jericho was the head of a faction? Uh, not like a real one. I mean, there was this yeah. little... That's kind my of point. Cast he's of misfits that he had. Himself. Right. Yeah, he's better than yeah. ever. Yeah, no. that's the thing. Is Chris Jericho? Yeah, he's leading AEW because he's Chris Jericho, but he's also one of the best performers in the world right now. Period. Fact. All things are facts. It's an amazing story. It really is an amazing story when you think about like all of this that has gone into it. Where this was the danger in this to begin with was that this was going to be WCW, right? Like, that this was going to be, oh, right, of course, you're turning to an aging pro wrestling star to try to give yourself some credibility, and instead it somehow made it more kind of punk rock what we've gotten from Chris Jericho. It's, it's, an, un, it's an unbelievable story of what he's done over the course of the last half year. I mean, you're not wrong. 
All right. Well, then we agree. I can't believe we agreed on something so easily. All right. Everybody voted. For this. When was the last time the Jobbies? I don't. I don't know that it's ever happened. I mean, I don't think it ever has. I literally, which is uh, why I wanted it there, to ha- because the neck. I'm sure we're going to be arguing a lot over the course of the night. So I wanted to get that out of the way. All right. Well, that's what's next. Uh, let's do AEW match of the year. Okay. Well, you're up first. I'm up first. Um, this one's tough. There were a couple ones I just want to mention before getting to my overall match of the year. Uh, on that first Dynamite, I thought that Rio Nyla Rose match, I raved about it then. I still think it was one of the best women's matches of the year. I, I thought it told a beautiful story. Excellent. Uh, on that second Dynamite, the Young Bucks private party match, I, was... I thought, yeah, I'm sorry, I, I think I that that's, that's AEW right there. Like, if I could point somebody, what is AEW? I point to that match. That's what they are, and that's why they're different from other companies. Um, but when I, you know, looked over all of the matches, including the the pay-per-views, that Cody-Dustin Rhodes match was nothing short of phenomenal. And right. that is my vote for a right. match of the year. All right. Very good. Brandon. No, Brandon apparently ran. Oh, hello. You there? Sorry. Yeah. Meltdown. Yeah. It sounds like it's going well over there. Um, she she's apparently a big John Moxley supporter. It's very difficult. You can understand. She's very upset with me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So what was this? The match of yeah, the match year? of the year. Yes. You know, if I had to pick, you one, do have to pick. Yeah, that's the way I it know, works. Yeah. It's it's hard to pick one match, but um, I'm probably gonna go with. Uh, My mind is so scrambled right now. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, the tag team title match that uh, and that was at um, at the end of the tournament. SCU and uh, whoever that was. was SCU and the Lucha Brothers. Lucha Brothers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 That was a very good match. It was an excellent yeah. match. I, Absolutely. I don't know if I like that one better than the the one at the pay-per-view but i'll just go with the one that that ended the tournament all right very good great uh, match um i am going with john moxley versus joey janela at fighter ah oh that was good because good the most iconic moment of non aew aew like before it was aew and they were doing shows is free dynamite janela, yeah free dynamite is joey janela coming off that ladder for yeah them. yeah Mm. Boy, this is tough, man. Because all uh, except Brandon, the, the 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 two that you guys voted for and that uh, private party match were all matches that I thought about. Like I'd so I'm so glad that you brought up the private party thing. The other thing about the private party match is that like the idea that they went into that and said what we're gonna sell is private party beating the stars of our company in the second TV show that we're doing. And they pulled it off so credibly was amazing. Like, it was an amazing way that they went about doing that. On their second ever show. Yes. But ultimately, I probably agree with AJ. I probably go back to Fighter Fest and that Moxley and Janela match. And it was brutal, but it wasn't brutal in the awkward way. Like, you know, we, we all will talk about clearly what happened in the, the uh, John Moxley-Kenny Omega match. And we'll say, we know it was a good match, but it was almost uncomfortable. And... 
in that way, it sort of took away from, you know, the quality of that match. I still think they told a damn good story. I still think it was, you know, we, we had a debate about it the week after the show. I thought that despite how crazy it was, it was a really well-told story within that match, um, and they did their damnedest to put it in a different place. I just think that the Janela match was a little bit better and less uncomfortable in going to crazy lengths. So I think that Moxley Janela would be my choice as well. Yeah, I'll flip to that. Well, then it's easy. Then yeah. we have we have no debate whatsoever. Then that's our match of the year for AEW. Very good. good. All right, um, Aaron. Let's do one uh, WWE award. Then we'll take a, our first break, and then we'll uh, we'll come back and do the rest after that. All right. All right. You, okay. Then let's let's do uh, tag team of the year. Ooh, I like that. Brandon leads off. <laughs> That's a hard one. I mean, I thought. By the about, way, let me let me just go back to this. How are we doing this this year with NXT now, sort of being its own brand? Okay, so uh, for for men and women, we're going to do we're going to separate NXT from W from Raw and SmackDown. Okay. For tag team, because there were so many call, you know tag team call ups and stuff. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to say what their body of work was. Uh, All well, right. That makes it that makes it easy then. It's the undisputed era. Good point. I think it's that's not. Right. I think well, there, there's yeah, there's there's another team I could think AJ, of. AJ, go that's ahead. A very good, you know. To to me, that's who it is. I, I mean, I I think that there's been so much fifty fifty booking on the main roster that it would. I mean, you could say New Day. You could say, you know, uh, any of the teams that have held the championship uh, on Raw or SmackDown. Not really. Me, not any of them stood out in a dominant fashion as Undisputed Era. All right, I mean that's your pick, uh, AJ. Go ahead. Um, my pick is the New Day, and the reason why it is the New Day is because, yes, maybe they they, they spent the first half of the year as a tag team cheering Kofi off. Right. But let us not forget that the reason why we love Kofi, the biggest reason why we love Kofi, is because we love the New Day, and Kofi has been fantastic his entire career. Kofi. Is probably the biggest story of the year. So, since he has currently ended 2019 as a tag team champion, and after becoming, after Kofi, Kofi Mania ran wild, being the anchor of the tag team division, I'm going with the New Day. This is really tough, man, because the story that we're really telling is that the tag team, uh, largely, this was this sucked. This was a horrible year in WWE yep. for tag team wrestling, and, yep. and we just sort of have to talk about that to the point where it's sort of become the calling card for AEW in the last couple of months to try to convince people, hey, come watch us, because we actually give a shit about tag team wrestling, whereas it's pretty clear on the other side that they don't. Now, how we got to that point, considering the embarrassment of riches that we are working with, we have talked at length about, my God, if you would have just kept doing New Day versus the Usos versus Cesaro and Sheamus forever, um, we would have been you know, happier than every pig in every... Or- or just, you know, swap in the Revival. Right, yes. Or yeah. the or the really good tag teams that you have at your disposal. You know, the, the Revival, they're really fucking good. Um, not sure if you guys have heard of um, the club. Like, the, the uh, Ander- Anderson and Gallows, they're pretty fucking so you good. You mean the best, the greatest tag yeah. team in the world? Right, you know, those types of things. Those That, that might have been helpful at some point. So you're in a real bind, because the first thing you want to yeah. do with both of these things, like... I. AJ, I hear you, and I might end up agreeing with you ultimately, And but what you're saying is so important, which is that the New Day kind of wasn't a tag team for the majority of the year. It wasn't a factor 
as a tag team for the majority of the year. While the Undisputed Era undoubtedly are the faction of the year, were Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly specifically great? Were they a great tag team all throughout the course of the year, or were they kind of the tag team in a time where we have there's there's so few tag teams in NXT that they just announced the Dusty Rhodes tournament and they don't even have enough to make it viable. Like they're it's it's embarrassing what it is that a, they're doing. I have a question, AJ. How many match of the weeks did those guys have? Uh, let me look. Three, four. Which guy? Which guys are we talking about? Undisputed O'Reilly. Yeah. Yeah. S- specifically those two, right? Well, right, because they fought uh, Oni Lorcan and um, Danny. They, they've Birch. had some great matches. Yeah. Speaking about speaking of tag teams that I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of during uh, the course Kyle of the year. Kyle and Bobby Fish both have one point five, so they've had so three two match of the weeks. Oh, or okay. Oh, that's or they've been involved because you get right, you get a half a point, right? Um, man, I, there's one we haven't brought up yet. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to vote for the War Raiders because I think that in kind of this chaos. Who's that? Yeah, I'm not war, sure. Yeah. War not... Raider, they, they were War Raiders at the beginning of the year. Yeah, sort of. They you, sort of well, you do, have to, you do have to remember that match we saw at TakeOver. Yeah, I mean, yes. that was incredible. That was right. Alistair Black and Ricochet. Yes. That was pretty crazy. Yes, that, that's the thing. They're the one team that through all this nonsense, you th- not, not that other teams haven't been able to, but they're the ones who are, whose matches I really do remember this year. There's an argument for, the for that. Part. I mean, the part again, the argument that you make against it is that like they ended up becoming fucking like guys that wrestled jobbers every week for fucking yeah. three months. I mean, like, the, the Glenn but at least they the were around. It was so hard year. for me to pick. You know, and I was I was trying to think of like why is this so hard? No, That's it's exactly it's why. been a shit it's been year, a year for, on the WWE okay. brands for tag team wrestling. And by the way, Ricochet and Alistair Black, if they had stayed together, might have been a slam dunk choice at the end of the year. They were wait, they were. Wait, didn't they beat uh, the, whoever the champions were on Raw at one point? Yes. Yeah, yeah. They, they were. They had gone. They were beating everybody for like three weeks. I mean, and the, then they broke up. The, the the real problem that we're alluding to isn't that you know there aren't good tag teams it's that there's a slew of fucking tag team options and yet we have no idea what we're doing with any of this um i am of the three arguments that have been presented so far i might actually be most compelled by aaron's which is a weird sentence to say um boy you know i love the new day but it just I, I think it would almost be a travesty for this to be a year in which we said the New Day were the tag team of the year just because that wasn't their story this year. Whereas I could I can hear the argument the Viking. I mean, it's tough because my God, they the, the last few months has just been nothing. But and, and 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 at one point, like depending on what time of the year we would have had this conversation, we could have been talking about the OC or we could have been talking about the revival. Yeah, they, but then they both did goofy ass shit. Well, they both had great that, months. They both had months yeah. where you're like, this is their month. Um, right. And that's about all you got out of it, unfortunately. It, I mean, to me, it's one of the biggest stories of WWE in 2020 or 2019 is just their the utter shit failure um, when you have such a wealth. But it's a bigger problem we've been talking about for some time, right? Like they fucked up the villains. They fucked up I mean, the American Alpha thing. I, you know, I, maybe it's not entirely their fault, but like, dude, they've been handed great tag team after great tag team after great tag team. And they've just fucked every single one of them up outside of. The Ascension of, was great. When they the Ascension were out. great. Right. Yeah, Breezango was pretty fucking great, too. Um, They're still there. Yeah, I mean, once they get healthy, right. I, yeah, I guess the best argument I'll give is the Viking Raiders. I guess that's where I'll end up going. 
By the way, there is one team we didn't mention. I wouldn't put them as number one, but the, the, this was the also a profits. big year. Street Profits. Yeah, I mean, it was a big year for the Street Profits, and you can actually make an argument that like they they did the most with the year. I just changed my vote to the Street Profits. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, and then and then they'll be losing to like you know uh, Gallows and Anderson next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, or, 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 by the way, which isn't embarrassing, other than the fact that that, yes, well, that's that, boy. It says so much that you just said that about Gallows and Anderson. It says so right. much that you just said the problem is that they're going to lose to Gallows and Anderson. Gallows and fucking Anderson. Right, right. I mean, I I almost think it'd be poetic if we gave this award to nobody. I almost think it would be poetic if we just decided we refuse. Let's give it to SCU. <laughs> <laughs> Like if we just flat out refuse to give this award. No, do you know? Do you know who it should go to? Who? The, the tag team of profit. the year is Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. <laughs> well, they were a good one. They were a damn good one for that. Never mind. Um, look, I would act. You know what? If AJ wants this one, I'll actually acquiesce and give it to the Street Profits because I don't give a shit. I mean, yeah, like, I think we can it. make the argument for it. I'm fine with it. All right. I love it. There it is. By the way, does anybody watch enough of NXT UK to make an argument for... Uh, you could make Gibson and Drake okay. a good argument for Gibson and Drake. I mean, I'm, I can't make it. So if you're asking me to do it, I, I'm not going to... I was going to say, here's... I mean, and, and spoiler ahead, I, I give them my tag team match of the year, which again kind of says the state of tag team wrestling oh God uh, does it. this year. But yeah. Fuck. Um, all right, we're not giving it to them. We're giving it to Street Profits. End of story. Everybody good? We moving on? Yep. All right, yep. very good. When we come back in, we um, hopefully we'll have some awards that don't suck. Some ones that we don't sit back and say, Jesus, this is a disaster. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. He's Brandon. And he's... The main AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. Celebrate Baltimore's dominant offensive line with the brand new Most Valuable Protectors t-shirts, which recognize how the incredible O-line has helped pave the way for an MVP quarterback. When you buy the MVP shirt, not only will you be supporting the team, you'll also be donating to the Bradley and Nikki Bozeman Foundation and their efforts to eliminate bullying in schools. Go now to bozemanshirt.com. That's bozemanshirt.com. Buy a shirt, support your team, and help stop bullying with the Most Valuable Protectors. From the Palatial Studios, it is the Jobbies, Glenn Clark. Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and of course... The main event. We have uh, gone through the first batch of awards. We have many more to hand out during the course of the night. By the way, um, what is everybody wearing for the jobbies? Uh, Aaron? I am wearing a black tank top, some uh, basketball shorts from my training company, and some Nike socks. Oh, perfect. That's exactly what I would have worn to the jobbies this year. Aaron, uh, you're wearing... I am wearing a brand new Jushin Liger shirt oh. in honor of his retirement Thank this you. weekend. Thank nice. you, Liger. Oh, very nice. And Brandon, of course? I feel like that's the most typecast thing ever. That is not. You know what? You're not wrong about that. <laughs> if you had given me 10 guesses, I would have gotten that, what Aaron was wearing. Um, 
I'll let you use your imagination. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I am, of course, wearing a uh, beautiful Batman hoodie that my four-year-old got me for Christmas. Nice. And no pants, because I believe in the spirit of awards season. Let's get into it. <laughs> next, next pick, Aaron, where are we headed? You know, we, we got so depressed on that last one. Yeah, so that let's do something sucked. really good. Let's let's go with the best show of the year in WWE. Ooh, this, of course, legendarily caused the biggest fight that we've ever had <laughs> in the history of the Jobbies one year. Um, as you'll remember, this was what were the it was the show that we went to. What was the pay per view? What no, hold on. Break, this, break. I don't know if this wasn't the one that caused you to walk out though. It was Feud of the Year. Oh, right. Yeah, feud of out. the Year caused me to walk out. That did happen. <laughs> I did actually walk out because of Feud of the Year. All right, good point. Good point about that. Which, by the way, we don't... Should we Should we add that? We yeah, did we not have that on the list? Yes, we should probably put Feud of the Year back on the list. Cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I know what it is. Oh, I absolutely know what it is. Um, okay. Uh, so... What's best show of the year. Best show of the year. And who's... Uh, this is... It's back to AJ, correct? I believe it's AJ, yes. Show of the year. You know me. I have... Every year we come on here, I've never picked this show to win show of the year. And every year it gets votes and sometimes it wins. NXT is the show of the year. Oh, I, we're not. No. He meant uh, in, specific, like, specific show. Like pay per view of the year, not brand of the year. Pay per view of the oh. year. Yes, like event. Oh, WrestleMania is the show of the year. Mm, mm, for mm. for WrestleMania us, this year <laughs> yeah. was the best WrestleMania, in my opinion. Since seventeen, Rock versus Austin. Oh shit! Wow. I've got one. I, there's. I agree with you to a degree, but I WrestleMania thirty to me was better. To, but I agree with you to a degree that like I think well, it was. It was this. a great. It I'll was a much better. I was at both, and I think. All right. Here's what I would say. I think three and a half hours worth of WrestleMania was the best show of the year. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Here's, and again, this is the best WrestleMania since we've done this show. I agree with that. I agree with that. And the other thing I'll say is I also think that we will forever be jaded because of our WrestleMania experience. Yes. <laughs> and it is almost impossible to compare what we had for WrestleMania to what any other human being had for WrestleMania. Um, I just still don't know that it was better than what we saw two nights earlier. Like, I'm, Correct. Just, I'm always going to come back to this. I, it's it's unfair, right? It really is unfair, and maybe we need to think about this at some point. It's unfair because what they're packing in to take over, and this time we're talking about TakeOver Brooklyn, it, they're only doing five matches, and they're giving them all time, and they all fucking kick ass. There's n- The lowest point of that night was a fucking amazing match, and we only didn't love it as much because Walter was doing technical stuff. Um, like... That was an incredible match, and it was by far the lowest point of the night. It, I'm with you that, that much of WrestleMania was incredible, and I'm not just trying to do this to be a hipster douche. I just come down to, like, percentage-wise, 100% of TakeOver two nights before was brilliant. Um, 80% of WrestleMania was really good. So, ultimately, that's the reason why I ended up giving my vote to TakeOver. I think that that TakeOver had three matches you can yeah. could consider really you could pretty much consider all of those matches for match of the year depending on what style of wrestling you the like. low moment was the uk championship match and well, it was and, great and some people by the way which some people thought was the best match of the correct. year correct because they love that style of wrestling correct <laughs> yeah but so, take over yeah. brooklyn here's here's the here's how technically I'm, take over new york yeah oh thank you good call you're right you're right you're right he's right take over new york 
But Takeover New York was the show of the year. I, I, I will prove it to AJ that even he thinks so, even though he said WrestleMania. AJ. Yeah. We went to WrestleMania together, correct? Yes. We also went to Takeover New York together, correct? Yes. Which show were we standing up and beating the shit out of each other during? Uh, that was Takeover, but that's also because we were in not in the suite. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fair point. Um, we had so many more moments where we were standing up and screaming in each other's faces, and there was a lot of that. It was almost like, like seven-year-olds. Uh, it has to be that. Now, the only other thing I'll say, and I don't know if this is appropriate, but I do think there is another contender for show of the year. You guys War have Survivor Series. Any uh, War Games is a great answer. Survivor Series is a great answer. AJ, do you have a guess what I think the other answer for show of the year might be? Oh, I know what it is. Is it Royal Rumble? Because it was great. Uh, it's the Saudi Arabia show. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm doing. Blood money. Blood money. Great. <laughs> or what's Hell the in a cell? Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> no, boys, those were not actually my choices. Um, I happen to think, and I i mean, I know you all enjoyed this show. I, I, I know that um, because, um, well, we were, we were there. I think the show of the year. <laughs> well, no question about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, everybody. if we're being honest, where they cut the greatest promos ever. Yeah, they did AJ cut some studying. Oh, now that. Oh <laughs> what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Oh, I can't hear the music because every time you guys talk, the music goes. Dummies. Out. Oh yes, that was the show. Uh, anyway, um, so so it's three votes for Brooklyn, and that just makes it the winner. That's the way it works. So, uh, take over New York is the choice <laughs> for show of the year. But this was a damn good one. This was a good. damn was good. good one. I, you're not wrong. All right. Um, next on the list. Are we, well, so we're not going to do brand of the year just so I can erase it from my board? Yeah, no brand of the year this year. I mean, we but, wouldn't yeah. have to really talk about that. No, I mean, I would be yes. with you. I would also vote for NXT for brand of the year. So. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that, that one very good. We did it. Look at that. We all did it. <laughs> next up. Um, well, since we're talking about TakeOver New York, let's go with NXT Woman of the Year. Ooh, and Who's I, first? I start. Well, fun. I start this one. I mean, I think I actually know that AJ's not going to vote for Shayna, so I do think there'll be some debate here. I think this is a tough one because you could talk about how Rhea Ripley closed the year and it was phenomenal. There's no doubt about that. But she was around for three months. Correct. Um, the answer, of course, should be Tony Storm, but I mean, I have no she idea. She was around for a show. Yeah, I've I've been, of course, a fan of Tony Storm since uh, the year uh, sixty seven uh, BC, and uh, you guys have started slowly started to come along. Uh, but look, from from moment one to the end of the year, the answer to me kind of has to be Shayna Baszler, and I'll I'll let I'm gonna. You know what, AJ? Just go ahead and say who you're voting no, for. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm gonna argue this too. Oh, okay. Shana. All right. Well, then let's talk about it. Very good. We can talk about it. Um, to me, Shayna was awesome. There's no doubt. If we end up giving it to Shayna, I have no problem with it. But I think the person who are you voting on the are you voting for who AJ is voting for? 
I don't know who AJ is voting for. I'm how voting you, for Io Shirai. I mean, how do you and not know? The fuck I'm how the fuck for? do you not know that that's who AJ is voting for? Have you not I been never paying get attention? To talk to NXT about him because I'm off the phone by the way. Uh, you know what? Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. There's something said. Fucking right, Io Shirai is fucking female. Of she's awesome. She's had the best matches. Best matches. Best character. Be- she's been the best thing on NXT. Period. I would. Well, I don't. I don't know about that. Other than, but. other than Adam Cole. Yeah, Adam. Adam Cole is still on the show, Chief. <laughs> like Velveteen Dream Dude, is. I know he's been great. gone for a month, but he's still been pretty fucking good. That's great. Io Shirai is Io the coolest Chris. fucking thing on TV. Well, Io Shirai is awesome, and I'm not debating that. And I'm willing to listen to this argument, Brandon. I hear you. I mean, I think Io Shirai would fall into the breakout star category for me. I think if you're going for overall performer of the year, I, it's hard to to say it's not Shayna. And and if and if you had an extra month, it would be Rhea. You know what I mean? Um, I just think those two people had much more impact on the show. And, and I, here's why. Here's why you're wrong. Okay, Yoshirai was never women's champion. In fact, she only got one women's title match. If I'm correct. Yes. Two. Right. It, who who got it in Phoenix? I don't remember who got it in Phoenix. She had two. One of them might have been on TV, though. Or 25, yeah. yeah. So, she had the biggest moment in the War Games match when she does the moonsault. Mm-hmm. She had the, in my opinion, which I don't want to give it away, but it is going, later on, she had, in my opinion, the female match of the year. Of oh, oh I, hope, I, I hope we're agreeing on that one, too. Um, and also, she started the year in a completely different character and just grew into the new character and she shit came up and shook my hand backstage and it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the real reason. Okay, well, I was waiting for that one. Um, for what it's worth, I am willing to change my vote. I can't hey! believe I'm doing this fucking twice. I can't believe I'm doing it. But yes, I am willing to change my vote. I don't feel as strongly about this that I won't do it. So yeah, sure. Io Shirai is our winner. She's great. She's amazing. She's awesome. no, nobody's debating and, and, that. She's amazing. And that's the thing. If we had given it to Shayna, Shayna was awesome too. Yeah. I just think that. By the way, if, Shayna, if, Rhea, if, but, but, both of them way, could have won. If Io Shirai had won the title instead of Rhea Ripley, it would be a landslide for Io Shirai. Right. Yes, it's it an interesting argument. All right. Uh, next. Uh, well, let's just go for it. NXT man. Well, come on. I mean, <laughs> Adam Cole, baby, is the yes. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Like, the, the, the only other argument could be Johnny Gargano, just because no. of his match. Well, hold on, his his he, match. Listen, he's my favorite wrestler, and <laughs> no way. Fair he's enough. My favorite wrestler. He ain't wrong. I mean, like, if he was wrong, I'd say he's wrong. He ain't sure shit ain't wrong. It's fucking Adam Cole by a goddamn baby. landslide. Yeah. And that's and by the way, it's even more amazing that we're saying it's Adam Cole by a landslide when you consider that Johnny Gargano and Velveteen Dream, um, and and you know to to smaller portions because of his injury, Tommaso Ciampa. Like there were plenty of guys that had great years. Fucking Keith, Keith Lee's the hottest fucking performer on the planet right now, and we're yep. still saying it's Adam Cole by a goddamn landslide yep. because and, that's and Adam how Adam Cole beat Daniel Bryan on SmackDown, and he beat well wrestled yeah. Seth Rollins, and um, yeah. It's Adam Cole. I yeah, I agree. Um, let's go with uh, the the late edition of Feud of the Year. Uh, there is one answer to this. There's yeah, one. Adam Cole is there? Nope, that was a good one, but it's not the answer. That's not my answer. I think who's first? I think Aaron. I think Aaron is actually first for this one. Uh, I mean, I was thinking like Cole Gargano jumped out to me at first. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, 
you could say Kofi versus Vince, honestly. <laughs> okay. Like I mean, oh, I'm, no, seriously, that was a that was the feud. Yeah. You could also just say Kofi versus Daniel Bryan. Yeah, you could just do that too. But, but 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 no, the feud there. Kofi was going after the title. He was feuding with Vince. Okay. Didn't Vince make like one appearance? Yeah, I mean, we're doing. No, I, he was there all the time, stopping him. It's fine. Like, he, it's like, fine. Kofi I get Daniel Bryan barely interacted. That I get. I get what uh, you're but, doing. But it's Becky, Charlotte, Ronda, right? It's, it's not. It's not. Is it my turn? Yes, it is. Go ahead. It is Rusev, Lana, and Bobby Lashley. Oh, it's a good one too. It's a good one too. <laughs> Holy really? shit! But you're all yeah. you're over three. You're over three, and you're all gonna feel super fucking Vince stupid. Man versus the people. Nope, you're gonna feel super fucking stupid. I can't believe. How much you have forgotten. There is one feud that occurred this year that we all oh, agreed was deserving of a goddamn hour-long television show every week. Shane McMahon. Nope. Shane McMahon versus us. No. How stupid are you guys? The feud of the year was Rey Mysterio and Andrade, and it ain't fucking close. <laughs> I mean, the it man ain't the close. Point. Every fucking no- week, they went at it, and we walked in and we said, "Hey, what was the best match this week? How many fucking points do they have at the end of the year, AJ?" Uh, just so you know, uh, oh, I can give you the top three now. Um, Ray and Andrade are both two and three. This is the dumbest conversation we've ever hey, who's, had. Who's one? Ricochet. Who's great? <laughs> Who's wonderful? But you know what he didn't do? Have the same match every week for months. And we just kept walking in and saying, hey, you know what we ain't sick of? Rey Mysterio and Andrade. Because somehow everyone has forgotten. And by the way. Do you know why for this? Because they didn't really feud. They just had matches. That's the feud. We need more feuds like this in the future. We need more feuds, but we don't have I mean, to waste any time. It's a point to be made. We just you guys, get to you the... you guys forgot about Roman Reigns and Eric Rowan. Ah, there was that. We did have Roman Reigns and Eric Rowan. And you um, forgot about Shane McMahon and... Versus Kevin Owens? Yeah. Everyone. Yeah, all of these things. <laughs> Shane McMahon all of these versus things. the world. Yeah, you can, you can name whatever you want a goddamn name. The answer to this question ain't close. It is Rey Mysterio and Andrade, and I am prepared to walk the fuck. Oh, you know what? I control everything this time. I've got the mute button in front of me. (laughs) So y'all can discuss amongst yourselves all you want, but you better come up with the right fucking answer when it's done. Well, I'll I'll agree with you since mine was a joke pick anyway. No. No. The answer is Colin Gargano. It's a, it's a fine answer any other year. It's a <laughs> fine answer in a lot of other circumstances. We I'm sat not here. I'm going to get to Ray and Andrade. I'm sorry. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. We sat here every week on this. There is no theme other than Aaron being the worst uh, you know, like that we've gone back to every week because every week we just kept saying, how are we not sick of this? How do we not? We want. And every goddamn wrestling show to be Ray versus Andrade forever, forever. Are you are you picking them for match of the year? I, there's no one. I don't have to pick one. There's it. They were the feud of the year because they wrestled a thousand times. You guys are stupid. You guys are dumb people. I don't know what we're doing here. What is the point of this show? If we do a year's worth of content, we get to the end of the year and we're like, eh, yeah, but all that shit we said, we didn't mean it. We didn't guys, really about, mean it. For, you know, we should go back to tag team of the year, tag team match of the year. I forgot about the best tag team match of the we, year. No, we're we going to get to that. We're going to get there. We haven't done tag team match of the year yet. 
Um, sure. Yeah, y'all, y'all, go ahead, go ahead. Am I am I changing anyone's mind? No, the the feud of the year. Did you not? They had an Iron Man match. It was great. Nobody's inside, arguing that. That finished inside of a goddamn. Kate. Did they wrestle more weeks consecutively than Cal Ripken played baseball games? <laughs> no. No, they didn't, motherfucker. <laughs> what about? Did they I, wrestle I, 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 I more times? Lesnar can... and Command versus the World. Oh, I hate so, all so Lesnar and Kane Velasquez. God damn feud. it! Yeah, that was a great feud. God damn it! I hate all of you. How about WWE versus their stockholders? Jesus, <laughs> this is the. What are we doing? What is the point of any of this? I don't know if you just realized, but I, I just kind of gave you the win by voting separately. How, how did that give me the win? Nobody else voted. I switched. Two, two oh, Brandon switched. All right, Brandon then we're good. Switched, okay, fine. Fine. You know wins. what? You guys are smart people. I love all of you. <laughs> this is the best awards show we've ever done. Thank God. This is a win for sanity. <laughs> Sanity was a great stable. They were, actually. I would love to give Sanity <laughs> a win. Sanity doesn't win. <laughs> I missed them. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of Sanity, did you guys see Charlotte kick the shit out of uh, uh, Eric Young the other night? on uh, Was that Raw? I don't even remember. They, they did a 24-7 segment during yeah. her match. Congratulations to the two love. I'm pretty sure she got them, too. Con- congratulations to Mr. and Mrs. Uh, not Cien Almas. Uh, congratulations to the, f- the future Mr. and Mrs. Yes. All right. Thank God. I'm, I, got, I, need, I need a breather. I might need a rest after that one. I would have actually fought somebody about that. I would have actually fought you guys are. Nobody else is talking about it at the end of the year. This was the year of Rey Mysterio and Andrade. You motherfucker. How great would it be if Glenn was on that? Uh, what's that show? The live police show. Live PD. <laughs> if live. Glenn was on that show getting arrested, and he's like, "God damn it, Andrade and Rey Mysterio!" And they're like, "Get the cop car." Like what? Other what? What? Um, Epstein didn't kill himself. to other people is is Andrade. Hey, don't you don't fucking fight me. This is. <laughs> Well, wait, wait, what was it that you blew up over? I know one answer was Owens versus Zayn. What was the other? Oh, it was uh, Shane versus... No, it was Jericho. It was Jericho. And, uh, it, it was oh, Jericho, Jericho and Owens. Owens. It was yes. Jericho and goddamn Owens, which was... All right, I want to yes. talk. We're not going to We're not gonna get me. You're not going to get me to do it. What is it about Feud of the Year? What is it about fucking Feud of the Year? Well, that's supposed to be people yelling at each yeah, other. Yeah, you know so what? You just took it a little Feud of the Year is me versus all y'all whores. That's what it is. Go ahead. Um... Let's go with tag match of the I gotta year. Take, I literally need a break so I can take my headphones off, so I can take my hoodie off, because I'm that fucking hot. I'm that worked up about this. I'm going to give myself a goddamn seizure again. What are you doing? Tag match. Who's first? <laughs> AJ, go. I think it's Brandon, actually. I think it's Brandon. Okay, Brandon, go. So, tag match of the year. I am going with... Is this just like any tag match? Any tag match. From Raw, SmackDown, or NXT. Or NXT UK. I'm going with the women's tag title match from TLC. Great match. It was a really good match. It was was good. I can't think of any other good tag matches, to be honest. It was a rough year. It was a rough year. That was kind of the problem with this year. I can think of a couple Um, others. My tag is me. Yeah. My tag team match of the year is New Day versus the Revival in Manchester when New Day won the titles for the seventh time. Oh, that was that cool. Was good. That was a cool match. You're right about that. That was a really cool match. Um, I, I, look, I don't, I, I don't feel strongly. I'm not. I'm gonna be yelling about anything on this one. Um, 
I, the the um, the triple threaded extreme rules was really good. Um, I know it's sort of a goofy, like you know, it was heavy oh, machinery. Uh, this is tag t- uh, oh yeah, I'm tripping, I'm tripping, I'm tripping. Yeah, heavy machinery. The new day, Daniel Bryan yeah. and Eric Rowan. That was a great match. Yeah. Um, I don't feel strongly enough about it that I'm not willing to listen. And so far, Aaron, tell me what your vote is. I'm just going to decide. Okay, based on- so I'm I'm going to I'm going to throw out one because we had actually said it both me and you had talked about it at the time uh, off of that uh, UK takeover in, back in January and that was Mustache Ooh, Mountain versus Gibson really and Drake good. shit that was really good that, that that's my vote and uh, if you're going to go with me I'll go with it but if you guys don't remember it I won't you know it was a really good match I'm yeah. totally so I, I was going the other one I was going to throw out was War Raiders versus uh, Ricochet and Aleister Black yeah, from that takeover it was a great one. but good. but my my first vote is Mustache Mountain versus Gr- Grizzled Young Vets I'll give it to you I'll give it to you I'll nod your way this time I'll 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 jump on that bandwagon by the way, small uh, small factoid I learned this week. Apparently, Shawn Michaels completely runs NXT UK. I didn't know that. I honestly didn't he know was, that. DX was know about- on the uh, Corey Graves podcast, and Triple H said he, he whenever they went on USA Network, they got so busy that he had to basically give the, the whole thing to Shawn Michaels. So I knew Sean was very involved. I should really, I really wish there weren't so many goddamn hours of wrestling that I always. They watched. said he has to go there every for every TV taping. And well, but they, they, I mean, they still do they have other people and stuff. But and they like, still, but they still do. It. They tape for it once, still, right? Yeah, so he yeah. goes like once every five yeah. weeks. I think they said. Look, I wish I wish I had enough hours in my week to still be watching NXT UK, man. I really do. I really wish the takeovers are always great. I mean, they're phenomenal. Everybody's good. I just I just don't have enough hours, man. I run out of time. Oh, by the way, we have to save Jobber of the Year for the end too. Yes. Oh, oh I believe me, I, I've saved it. Okay. That's the fine. That's the main event. All right. Um. By the way, wait. Did we agree on that one? Or? Well, you and I did, and that's enough. Yeah, mustache. My, I, I'll give it to you. That match All right. Great. Very good. Cool. Uh, let's do women's match of the year then. <laughs> Women's Adrian. match of the year. Yes, sir. And for my money, was Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae at NXT TakeOver Toronto. It was a really good match. It was, match. It was better than the women's title match that night. Yep. It was my favorite women's match of the year, bar none. So, I got to think this through. Because my... The first couple that jumped out at me were... Becky and Sasha at Hell in a Cell. And I also, I would like to give a nod to Asuka versus Becky at Royal Rumble. That was incredible. It was really good. Also, Ronda and Sasha were really good at Royal Rumble, too. Yes, they were. I might be inclined to lean your way, though. I might be inclined to lean that way. I'm... I just don't feel everybody else go. Let me think about this for a yeah. second. You go know, ahead. Well, you know what? If you go that, I mean, that was my vote. Was okay. For you, All right. Well, then, I loved then that we're done. Match. I thought that was the match of the night. It was great. It was a f- fucking phenomenal I match. I thought it was the match of the night too. Brandon, that is there something? The that, that was the night that I realized. Oh my god, I love Yo Shrine. Right, uh, Brandon. Is there something we're not thinking of that we're, warrants conversations? I mean, off the top of my head. Initially, when I was thinking about this, I was thinking Oscar Becky from Royal Rumble. It was really good. Um, and then I was thinking, you know, I actually really liked a lot of Ronda's stuff, but like none of it kind of stands out enough to pick it as the match of the year. Um, so I, I, I think it's that Be- Becky Oscar match. There's been some other Oscar stuff that 
um, that I was thinking about recently, like the tag matches and stuff. But I, I think I, I think Becky Asuka is probably my pick. All right, then we will go with Candice and Io. That's the that's the winner. And then, but I love that match. Too. It's a great match. It was a great match. Phenomenal. The the other match, depending on what category we wanted to put, it would have been the women's war games match to at least get consideration. Oh, yes, but yes, I wouldn't shit. put that over Io versus Candice. It was it was it. It's almost really unfair, right? When you consider a match like a War Games match, like you're almost—it's sort of like putting the Royal Rumble match in, you know? Like, well, plus, like, but like, I mean, that match technically had the best storytelling of anything. It definitely did had the fucking division. phenomenal storytelling. There is yeah. no doubt about that. All right, and uh, men's match of the year. Okay, this is me. This is you. This is me. Um. You know, this is tough, right? Because match of the year versus like moment of the year. We, you know, we're gonna mm-hmm. do moment of the year coming up later. I, I kept trying to convince myself there was another match of the year, and ultimately there wasn't. Match of the year was the two out of three fall- falls match between Gargano and Cole. It just was. Um, it was. Uh, I I panicked. I panicked. I'm pretty sure I um, you know, I I had a heart attack. I think I started crying. Uh, somebody actually accused me of crying afterwards when they had the moment with Candice and uh, Tommaso. Somebody turned around and said, are you crying? I think it might have been AJ. Um, it, it was. It was perfect. I mean, I definitely ejaculated at one point during the match. I mean, it was just everything. It was such breathtaking theater. It was so well done. I, I just don't know how anything could be better. And again, it's a little bit because it's two out of three falls match. You, it's hard to compare other matches, but... It was the match of the year. I, 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 I just can't get around that. It's the match of the year. It's the match of the year. And I, I sort of feel bad because I feel like everybody else is picking it as match of the year. But I can't get around that. It's the match of the year, period. That's, that's the match. The, peop- the, one, the match a lot of people are taking for match of the year is the two out of three falls match that ended in the cage. I didn't like that one. I thought that was the worst of their trilogy. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like it as much as this one. It was good. It was really good. I, I thought that, that New York was the, the – I mean, I just – I can't get over. And again, it's also difficult too when we talk about we talk about this all the time. When you're there versus when you're not there. When you're there yeah, and I you're mean, when you're feeling it, when you are feeling every fucking moment of the story that they're telling. When you're giving AJ shit about what a heel beforehand, like when you're laughing, crying, you're you're when you feel every part of it, it is really hard to compare to that, right? Um, and so, so I just admitted to crying. No, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a bit. I'm doing it. I fucking wept. It was goddamn beautiful. Um, all right. Go, Aaron, go, you're next. Go ahead. I'm next. And that match probably would be second on my list. But there's a match I just, I, I plain and simple liked better. Um, and that was the Johnny Gargano Ricochet match from TakeOver Phoenix. I oh, thought that God match was, was great. perfection. Nobody's arguing with that, that. Like. If I have to nitpick between the two, there was a slight lull in the second fall of that, and there was no lulls in the Gargano-Ricochet match. And, like, if that's the tiebreaker, that's why I'm leaning towards Gargano-Ricochet. I thought that match was phenomenal, and that's where my vote goes. For what is worth, both were pay-per-view match of the month. All right, not surprisingly. Uh, Brandon. So, before I say which one I think (coughs) is the actual match of the year, I got to give a couple shout-outs. <laughs> By the way, how fucking good was Royal Rumble last year? And it, and it looks amazing. Like I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it, but it looks like this one is going to p- potentially live up to it. Um, but I mean, Finn and Brock was fucking great. 
I mean, Brock Lesnar doesn't get a lot of conversation in these match of the year uh, talks, but that match is, I mean, if you don't remember it, go back and watch that match. No, it was great. It, when he when he gives him the coup de gras, I think he's about to be yeah. Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Dude, Brock sold his ass off that match. I mean, I I was I think we talked about it on the show. Like I was legitimately shocked at how much they gave Finn in that match and made him look like a million bucks. So I gotta give honorable mention to that. I gotta give honorable mention to um eh, I'll leave it for later because it's probably gonna come up. So let's not spoil later. But there's a couple other things that I will retroactively talk about later when it comes up in another category. Um, but it's 100% Gargano and Adam Cole from Brooklyn. Well, AJ, interesting spot you're in. Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, Leo Rush first. Angel Garza ah. from NXT, the first time that they, uh, yeah. they had the Cruiserweight title. That was great. Very good it was great. To me, for my money, that was the best match on TV, like non-pay-per-view match of the year. Um, I I'll hear that. I hear it that. It was incredible. I was literally, and it was like storytelling all the way to literally the end. Like, like that was perfection. That match was genuinely perfection. But I do agree with Glenn. Um, Adam Culver's Johnny Gargano. I've been to a lot of wrestling shows and my vote for moment of the year is the only time I've felt more of a universal. Oh my God. That was just amazing. Even like, like up there with Daniel Bryan winning in 30, like we're at the end of the Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano match, like the roof exploded. Yes. Yes. Um, I have a question for you. Okay. Who was being cheered the most at the beginning of that match? Adam Cole. Who was being cheered the most at the end of that match? Adam Cole. But that's no. also because he's the NXT male of the year. Well, well no, well, by the end of that night, it was... Match. Yeah. yeah, it was once, Johnny. Once the Undisputed Era got involved. Right, it was Johnny Gargano. They completely switched the crowd. And um, well, I'm just... No, and that's about specifically it's, that match. I'm just, but, I thought you meant like no, no, no. Oh, yeah, pa- no the no. part of the great, and we talked about that. The part of the greatness of that match was that they walked into a building where everyone walked in that night and decided, "Fuck you, we're rooting for Adam Cole." It's just the way it's going to go. And they um, turned everyone. And they turned a bunch of goddamn smarks because of how well they handled that storytelling. It, uh, I'll just say they didn't turn me, but whatever you. Know, well, I mean, we all still love Adam too. Cole. I was no- standing next to you. Yeah. I cheered, but Adam Cole, baby. I mean, no, nobody's debating the greatness of Adam Cole. We just we just sat here and sucked his dick for the last fucking you know fifteen minutes. Um, yeah. Adam Cole is in the studio. Yeah, I would. By the way, if he was, I would be the first. I would say, <laughs> sir, come right on over. All right. Uh, so that's our match of the year. Uh, when we come back in, we still have three major award categories to get to. And four. oh, we still have four. That's right. We still have four major award categories to get to, and we're gonna make some predictions for 2020. So that's what's coming up. It is the Jobbies. I'm Glenn. He's Brandon. He's Aaron, and he's the main event. AJ Francis. This is jobbing out. Check out Costas Inn at 4100 North Point Boulevard. They're known far and wide for their great steamed crabs and crab cakes. And their nightly specials also include crab cake night on Monday, rib night on Tuesday, steak night on Wednesdays with a half-priced bottle of wine, and lobster night on Thursdays. Check out CostasInn.com to find out more. And the delicious crab cakes are shipped anywhere.
And still to come tonight, a performance from Frank. But first, the awards you've been waiting for. This is the Jobbies. We've got four more awards to hand out tonight. Um, Aaron, I don't remember who's up first for this next one. Is it me? Uh, it's either you or AJ. No, I was first for match of the year. No, it's it's you. It's you. You are first. It's me? You are first. All right. So uh, WWE, so Raw and SmackDown, Woman of the Year. All right. And this one's tough because as hot as the women's division started, it faded over a the bit, a bit. past six months it or did, so. A bit. Yeah. Um, I think despite that, just because of how hot it was at the beginning and the carry, I, I think it has to be Becky. It, I'm, I'm King Charlotte Flair's the GOAT, and the answer is Becky Lynch. Yes. Brandon? I, yeah, it's Becky okay, for good. me. All I right, mean, good. Becky had, the for me, the, the women's match of the year moment of the year for wit for the women um you know she's on fucking cereal boxes right now like it has to be becky lynch the answer is becky that's correct it is of course it's becky now um aaron what you're alluding to i i I have an amount of agreement with which is that what they haven't done is transition to how that's going to continue moving forward and and i've got hope for what they're doing with oscar and i hope that's that's how we get to whatever's next for the women's division um, because it did feel, unfortunately, for a little while, like the rest of the story of the women's division was, hey, remember WrestleMania. Um, yeah. And that's that's not good enough. But ultimately, yes, it was so hot for so long. And Becky still delivered big moments and big matches. It's just not quite at the same level. But Yeah, and, and she still is, you know, the top of the food chain. It's just that Correct. that food chain has kind of come division. down. Yep. It's the yeah. end of the year in the tag division. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, well, let's go with WWE Man of the Year. Brandon. I'm really first on this. You are? Yeah. I think there's two. There's one. Um, I mean... <sighs> Can I go first? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is Kofi Kingston. Uh, he, he's one of the two. Debating. Kofi Kingston started the year... Um, with Kofi Mania, which was probably the coolest part of the year. Um, and then proceeded to have one of the better WWE title reigns we've seen in a long time, match for match-wise. And then, even after suffering a terrible loss on the first SmackDown to Brock Lesnar, the way they did it, and never really getting his comeuppance from it, he immediately transitioned right into being the linchpin of the tag team that was my vote for tech team of the year. So I'm, I'm between three people. Okay. I, I, by the way, I think, I think there are three answers for what it's worth. And I don't know if the same that you and I have, I think there are. So he's one of them for me, the runner up, I'm going to just say the runner up and I'm just going to rip off the bandaid because I'm still not sure. So one of you guys could probably turn me, um, the runner ups, Daniel Bryan. Okay. Um, for a lot of reasons, he was, he was the champion. He had one of the greatest heel turns ever. Um, it's which sort of began in eighteen, so I guess you know, I, I'm sort of counting. But that those first three good. months as a heel were so. Co- I mean, for mm-hmm. six it was months, the reason one of the so main compelling. reasons Kofi Mania was so. Good. Yes, correct. Exactly. So it's like the other side to the Kofi thing. I have to go with Ray Wyatt. 
Um, I think like, that's I think that's the most legitimate. That was my second I think that's the most legitimate answer for what it's worth. But well, yeah. I, I, I have to because he created the most compelling character. He completely reinvented himself, and, and technically, he's two characters or more, depending on what we end up seeing. Um, we've seen shades of potentially more characters, but there's two definite characters that have wrestled. Um, it's just very wild. All right, so Aaron, before you go, I'm going to jump back in, which would have been my turn anyway, so that's fine. Okay. And yep. the reason I'm going to do it is because I'm going to present the Daniel Bryan argument and honestly okay. why Daniel Bryan actually is my vote. And it's because of something that we talked about kind of ad nauseum one episode um, just recently, which is we really need to think about the year that someone had when they were tasked with having been gone from the most beloved indie-type undersized wrestler ever to now having to be the heel to work one of the most important moments in recent wrestling history. Then they were tasked with being the face that could help get everyone to stop cheering for the guy they refused to stop cheering despite the fact that he's actually a monster by the way i'll give you one more that we all forget about um in in the case of daniel bryan and his brilliancy is um i keep going back to royal rumble that really probably should have been if we were picking nxt and wwe separately um that would be the other show because like it's a very good show that's with him and aj styles um was really really great and that's another character that if I don't, it's hard to remember. It feels like five years ago, but remember how stale AJ Styles was getting as a face, and people were starting to sort of not care about him, not as a performer, but just like the crowd reactions were not great um, when he held the title for a long time, and and then it, it heel Daniel Bryan got him back on track, you know. Um, for, for for a period and then when he wasn't working with daniel bryan they obviously had to turn him heel again um but uh, you know it, that's why it was a, such a hard pick it, for me it's, it's uh, like, look i think well, and, and i'm gonna i'm gonna add a fourth thing here because my two people that i were i was deciding between was kofi and daniel bryan and the other thing is you know as as ridiculous as the whole roman reigns thing turned out the one thing that we were looking forward to every week was daniel bryan's aspect in all of those vignettes because yeah, he was phenomenal it, in those without, yes yeah so for, it's funny because what, what I think it would come to is that I think that Bray Wyatt is the character of the year, right? Um, yeah. I, I just think that the performer Kofi of... Kofi love I love your boy Kofi Kingston. I just think the totality of what we're talking about, the versatility, the number of different things that he had to do during the course of the year is always going to bring me back to Daniel Bryan. Also, By the way, take, take my three candidates. Which one touched the other two? in their stories i mean that's sort of where i am yeah so i I think you're flipping me i'd probably go daniel bryan and i am going daniel bryan as well this is this is really awkward (laughs) this is really awkward here's well hold on hold on let's get to best moment of the year yeah that you guys are trying to diversify the picks and i respect it but the answer is kofi kingston and I'm going to go right now, moment of the year. Obviously, it's Kofi Mania. Yes. If it's anything yes. else, I will murder yes. all of them. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I Nobody's think here's debating. the only question is what part of – like, yes, him winning the title. You could almost make the case that the Elimination Chamber and the you know birth the of Kofi Mania 
Yeah, like there were a couple moments in there that you could argue with it. I, I would go with WrestleMania and him winning it. But yes, like that whole run was phenomenal. So this is this is what I was alluding to when we were talking about match of the year because I think you could make an argument that Elimination Chamber was a yeah. match of the year candidate. I think you could make an argument that that Gauntlet match was a yeah. match of the year candidate. The reasons though were because which of is the why moment, not Kobe picks I mean, it should be great, great too, <laughs> but it was but it was amped up because of the because of the Kofi Kofi Mania aspect of it, and then. I mean, honestly, Kofi and Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania could be a match of the year candidate. Um, I just Which, watched by the that way, again. You, I, I was surprised that you said uh, Cole versus Gargano won uh, match of the month, pay-per-view match of the month, because I thought we had given it to uh, Kofi Daniel, and Bryan Daniel Bryan. And Kofi. I thought we did too, but that doesn't think, that doesn't sound right to me. We were hold on. maybe I was thinking of another match. I wasn't looking at it when I said that. Oh. I just know that they had two. Well, I mean, they, they well, also whatever. Oh, yeah. I, I, either way, you know, I guess to AJ's point, like part of me leaving Kofi out of all the other stuff was because it was going to get this. You know what I mean? There's something to be but, said for that. Yes. But, that, but it was also more about the moment than it was about those matches, because obviously none of us picked those matches to be even close to match of the year. Um, and so uh, none of us picked what? any of those Kofi matches to be match of the year. I thought Kofi versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania could have been match of the year. I just didn't. Uh, I agree. I just two. said that. I'm just saying you didn't say it when we were talking. Oh, about yeah. That. Just because I, yeah. But I, those but, were, they were both, they were in my top five, both of them. Yeah, I, I agree. Look, I'm not, there's no world in which I'm shitting on Kofi Kingston. I think he was one of the top, I did, literally, we just had a whole conversation. Um, I, I think he's one of the top performers of the year. And yes, there's no debating about the moment. Now, to Aaron's point, I do think it's an interesting you know, it, it, we can. I think we can just agree to say, "Hey, Kofi Mania is moment of the year," and we don't have to define it. But if, but I kind of want to just to. Nah, ah. fuck that. Fuck you, Aaron. It's no, Kofi I Mania. Just say and Kofi move on. Mania. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say a definite but, moment. But it's but it is interesting because, like, in in that context, I might too also argue that like the bigger moment was Elimination Chamber because yeah. th- this was this the only reason this happened. Right, it didn't exist. It didn't exist. Um, until that moment, and then from that it, point, it was completely organic there too. Right, correct, yes. correct. Because there was no preparation. You know, we we went it, we went into WrestleMania. The, the in the match, which also was mentioned for match of the year, was the culmination of what happened at Elimination Chamber. Thus, that should be the moment if we're going to say what yeah. moment. Is oh, the what, moment. and and that's the thing. I would argue because of the the importance and everything that it's WrestleMania. But we also were prepping for WrestleMania, and we had no idea Elimination Chamber was coming. We also didn't way, think that, all, who, that Kofi, we weren't sure Kofi would win. Who is who is who is the? Yeah, guy there was that, still a little uh, bit. There was still a little bit of doubt about whether or not they'd actually pull the trigger. There was. We did still go yeah. into it like this is what they're supposed to do. But oh, by the way, who made them pull the trigger and who made them do the match? That would be our performer of the year, Daniel Bryan. Oh man! Oh, <laughs> as stated by Kofi on the New oh, Day podcast. Oh boy. <laughs> All right, uh, and then of course our, you know, the the Grammys have Record of the Year, the uh, Academy Awards have uh, Picture of the Year. I have no fucking idea what the Golden Globes have because who's ever fucking watched the Golden Globes? But we have Jobber of the Year. Oh man, I love yes, mine so much. Am I first? Uh, I think I'm actually first. But well, you can go first. No, mine mine sucks in comparison. So I, I'm, I suspect that AJ and I have the same person. Look, I think we've um, handled this before. It's 
it's almost pointless that we do this because we could just perm. I, can we agree that we permanently make this the R Truth Jobber of the Year well, award? Well, no, because R R Truth is no, 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 the most decorated wrestler. No, 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 no I'm year. not. I'm not. You say that, but he has twenty titles or twenty? How many? Twenty four? Whatever the fuck it is. However many titles? Twenty five. Well, it's and the, that's not counting house shows where it's he the, loses the, it every night. It's the forty eight seven championship. I believe he's had it forty eight times. And he lose and. He loses it every time before he wins it. So yes. But he wins. But he wins. That's the thing. Yeah. And so, I pop so hard for it, Santa winning the... Yes, <laughs> that was a big moment. I think what I'm saying is that, like, if he was eligible... You want to say it's the R-Truth Memorial Award? Yeah, yeah whatever we want to call it, just because otherwise we just give this award to R-Truth every year for yeah, continuously and by the way, being... Yeah, not talk about him for... Because he was the most decorated superstar of the year. I mean, we can we can keep doing this as shtick if you want to keep doing his shtick, but it's legit. He was one of the five best performers of the year in WWE this year. Like, let's not fucking kid ourselves I mean, on this. I mean, he had more entertaining moments than literally anybody. Yes. Facts. You know what? I think we screwed this up. I mean, like, we can do this as much as we want to do it. Is he the one it. that Nia kicked out of the Royal Rumble? Uh, yeah, he was number yes, 30. Yes, yes he, he was, was running it as well. Because they won the mixed well, show. He's not I, out of the Royal Rumble. He's still very much in the Royal Rumble. I propose a new award. The GOAT, and that's our truth? No, the Entertainer of the Year. Well, I mean, again, we're oh, just going to keep coming back to this. He's just going to win every year. <laughs> like, but he definitely should win this year. I would, I would go a step further. Year. I would go a step further and say that we should make him our first ever Jobbies Hall of Famer. Nice. Well, okay. That, guys, guys, here, here was the other way. I was going to say performer of the decade, our truth. Well, you, no fucking arguing. There ain't uh, listen, if any of you. 2000, 2011, C O N conspiracy. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> let's do fucking do it. Performer of the decade. If one of you motherfuckers votes for somebody who isn't named R Truth, I will pop you. I don't care fucking how big you are, AJ. I'll, 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 I'm a white man. I can purchase a weapon. I can do that. Did you please? Did Did you guys watch those segments on Raw with where he was in New York with yes, Akira Tozawa? It was brilliant. With, was, whenever they took was that when someone took away uh, the thing he was reading and said, "What are you doing? It's in Japanese." It was in, the, the rock thing. Yeah, the, the, I'm on the, yeah. the Dwayne the Rock. <laughs> the, yeah, the Rock's Christmas tree. Yes, I mean it was genius. He's got he's everything. I'm a hundred percent willing to make a, a declaration that he was performer of the decade, and it's not close. <laughs> you can keep doing this all you want. Our truth, our truth is everything. He's, I mean, I would probably be inclined to go Randy Orton, but yeah. Fuck I mean. you. Fuck you. You always this, always picking the white guys, you. Always <laughs> picking the white guys. Great bit. That's a great Okay, bit. so for real, who's the jobber right, of the year? Uh, my jobber vote, of the year. My, my um, vote for jobber of the year is Drake Maverick. That is my vote for jobber of the year. Go ahead. Good one. Um, uh, it's Aaron uh, next. We, we finish with AJ this round. Okay. Um, I thought of Drake too, but again, he kind of won a decent amount of times. Eh, sort of. Sort of. So I thought there were a couple. If I want to go like kind of serious, like Sonia Deville was like a real jobber for the women's division whenever they in the term of a jobber, elevating somebody whenever they needed uh, someone to get a semi credible win. It was. But hold on. There, there's one other. Mike Kanellis, job yeah. to the entire roster. <laughs> Job to the idea of him being well, a father. There was that. There job was that. To his job, like Mike Kanellis kind of was that was the most chat on person this year. Okay, can I go now, please? 
Nah, it's Brandon's turn. You're the main event. You close this, you son of a bitch. Why do you not understand that? Yeah, as soon as I make my argument, the show will be over. That's why you let everybody else make their arguments first, and then you get to make yours. So that none of these arguments matter. Go ahead, Brandon. Go ahead. You you ready for the jobber of the year? Yes. The jobber of the year is Roman Reigns. (laughs) (laughs) So wrong. I told you I had the best pick. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right, AJ, go did ahead. Did he win any matches this year? Not many. Not many. <laughs> Here he is the person. Of his you matches. said uh, Aaron brought up that the de- definition of a jobber is a person that is supposed to elevate someone else. Now, I would like to point out that I don't believe that this person is a jobber. However, how they were portrayed throughout the entire year, elevating someone else at the behest of their own achievements, there is nobody, and I mean nobody, who deserves job of the year more than Braun Strowman. You know, I did consider him. As a tough Braun man. Braun Strowman job to Tyson Fury. He jobbed to Brock Lesnar. He jobbed to everybody. But he did it while trying to win titles, which he never won. Yeah. The, Roman the Reigns with- lost to Shane McMahon. Roman Reigns lost to... <laughs> Baron Corbin <laughs> twice. The the problem with Braun, as much as I like it, is that in between the big losses, he had a lot of wins. That's Braun the only problem with is Braun. Is the is biggest he. threat of anyone on the roster when you see them walk out the curtain. He's never been champ. Every uh, time he's been the champ, all he did was elevate the champ every single time. One hundred percent. He's lost every big match, which is why he's fallen so far. He's just also won a decent amount of times, too. That's the only problem with Braun. Guys, I kind of have an answer. And R-Truth? No, it's... He's not really the jobber of the year. In fact, he's not really a jobber. But I actually sort of feel like once I say this name, we're all going to give it the thumbs up and we're going to close this portion by doing it. And it's kind of on us that we didn't consider this person in any of our other categories, frankly, so far. I can't believe we've made made it into a year-end show uh, considering the impact that he had on this oh. year. But he's winning now. And we haven't brought it up. Um, he's winning now. Cancer? It's cancer. No, the... No. Well, <laughs> you know, know cancer you is the Damn it, that, is, the that is kind of a good answer. Oh, that might be better than mine. Fuck you for taking all the wind out of my sails, you asshole. God damn it, that might be better than mine. You gotta put, yeah, you Brett, gotta put I, Brett. Brandon's cancer is a great answer. Yeah. yeah. Like God damn it. You were going to say Cameron Grimes. Of course like. I was going to say Cameron Grimes. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Fucking Aaron steps all over me. I do this whole fucking build, and he's like, oh, I'm going to whack you in the knees. God. <laughs> do, you know, do you know who legitimately, like, I, I, I legitimately think is the best jobber in WWE right now? Legitimately. It's Akira Tozawa. He's great. He's he's legitimately. Kona Reeves is definitely a jobber. Kona Reeves is certainly. And he's fantastic. I'm Akira Tozawa literally is on TV every week and has a significant like loss. Kona Reeves had when I went to the NXT show in Santa Cruz, nobody had more heat that whole night. Oh yeah, nobody. (laughs) So bizarre. So remember Elias? It's the same type of thing. I know, I know, I know. You know who hasn't won it all and who's been a constant presence, but they've him too much? Elias too. Elias. Uh, Sami Zayn. 
Uh, yeah, he doesn't win much. All right, you know look. What? If, you know, to be honest with you, if, if if he wasn't switched to a manager, he probably yeah. would be the jobber of the year. Right? I, I am absolutely fine with us giving it to Cancer, by the way. I am totally uh, yeah, yeah, fine with us giving it to Cancer. I'm on board with that. And it's shameful that we didn't come up with an award for Cameron Grimes, but, uh, you know, there's always uh, 2020, 2021. Yeah, Cameron right? Grimes. Speaking of there's always 2020, and we probably should have done the bit where we went back and pulled our predictions from last year, but um, that would have required us doing work and producing and all those things, and you're just lucky that we're here, so <laughs> we didn't do any of that. But um, we always like to close the jobbies every year by making some sort of prediction, and something like beyond just like, I think Roman Reigns will be good. But something that maybe you don't necessarily see coming at the moment that isn't an easy thing for us to paint out that we believe will happen during the course of 2020. So um, who does anybody in particular want to go first with theirs? Uh, yeah, I'll go. Or AJ can go. Uh, AJ, you're supposed to be the main event. So uh, fine. Yeah, we'll I'll let... Just, I'll just go first. We'll let Aaron... also uh, something coming up pretty quickly. Okay. Um... My prediction, I think that they're going to mix up what they do with the Rumble. Keith Lee's going to win and challenge for the NXT title at WrestleMania. You know, that was my idea. Let's not forget that. You, you ran with it, but uh, I, I started I ran that. With, I, I ran with it a little further, but yes. I think it's a great idea, by the way. I mean, I absolutely think it's something they should do. I think that that makes all the fucking sense in the world. Um, I, I remember when you tweeted about it, everybody was giving you the pushback. Well, if they do that, they should have him face Brock Lesnar. No, it's about that they do that to, to lift up NXT. And to talk about the relevance of NXT. Now, I think the question is between what they should do and what they will do, right? Like, that's the difference between predictions. Like, I, that's something they should do. Do you believe they will do it? Yes, I do. I, I still think that the awkwardness is that they're going, they're in a situation, and we'll, we'll talk about this in upcoming weeks. There's not, like, you don't want to put the Rumble winner against The Fiend because then you have two months of going against The Fiend, and that's not going to go well for anybody. Brock Lesnar, you can do. That, but... See, here's why, that, that, here's why you're wrong on that aspect. It's because two months of going against The Fiend, you have... Uh, the Fiend doesn't need to wrestle. Like, The Fiend's whole thing is like... Right. Him and stalking he's, and, and, Right, and he's doing Firefly Funhouses about you for two months, and why are we not cheering The Fiend when he does Firefly Funhouses? Because he shows his more demented side. Which is what you do when you're the heel going into WrestleMania. I get that. I just think that if you're going to uh, do that, that it's. I, I think more likely than not, people are going to gravitate towards the Fiend if you do give it two months. I mean, there's also the possibility that you have Daniel Bryan win the Rumble. Yeah, that's true. Like, that would yes. that would change it, a lot. I mean, of it, that. It, then that would change everything. Yes, but that would change I a lot. I don't believe that's happening. I hear you. Um, okay, so you believe they're going to do it? That's a legit prediction. Um, yes. Like, I told you who should win the Rumble before. And, like, th- we can keep doing this thing where we dance on the line of shtick and legitimacy, but I've said a million times, it's, I, at this point, they painted themselves into a corner where they couldn't. I completely painted you the scenario in which our truth should have won the Rumble, and you could have led it to a John Cena thing um, and accomplished a lot of things. And that's not a bit. I absolutely think it's something they should have done, and I think they could have created... Uh, obviously it wouldn't be in the same generic or an organic way that they did it a year ago, but you created something very similar, similar to what played out um, with, with Kofi a year ago in which somebody who has been goddamn deserving and brilliant, but yet has sort of been treated as kind of a sideshow actually gets their moment to shine. And so I, I wish that they would understand why it is that, that we like that so much 
and that that formula works. Like it creates moments that we love. And and part of the reason why I'm scared off of it is because I, I'm really still I'm like if we did a worse moment, it's still to me the way they shat all over Kofi on the first SmackDown. Like I'm still struggling with that. It's one of my least favorite things that's occurred all year. But as far as a prediction of something that I think will happen during the course of the year, um, and somebody might call it too obvious. Um, but look, at, I I think that ultimately we're going to get another Ronda Rousey match and I think we're getting it at WrestleMania and I think that we're getting it hopefully in a way that finally moves us past Ronda Rousey and I alluded to that earlier in the show which is Ronda Oscar right yeah I I think that we're we have been we've been too caught on if you were involved with the Ronda if with the triple threat you matter and if you didn't you don't um and I think we need to move past that. And I think that Asuka is hot right now. And I think that Asuka is moving in the right direction. And we've got to sort of, you know, it's been great what's happened with the women's division. But as we always talk about, um, there are way too, I, I can't believe I'm about to say this. I'm actually intrigued by what they did this. I, oh, my God. I can't believe these words are coming in my mouth. I really love the fact that they actually did something with Liv Morgan because it's a female performer getting involved with something that isn't the championship picture, and we still suck at that. But that do we think do we second, think that's going forward? It better. I, I think that's a one-time thing, and they no. may never reference it again. Yeah, that, no. I mean, if they do that, I mean, it's the most. I think you're wrong. I think we're getting a mixed tag at Royal Rumble. Ooh. I think we're getting Lana and Bobby versus Liv Morgan and Rusev at Royal Rumble. Oh, Jesus Christ. What, what's not the, not, why would you not like way, that? Did you hear the crowd? Like, yeah. this is working. Yeah. It was one of, it was one of the most watched segments ever I, on the I mean, I, who the was WWE it? Channel. You can turn your nose up at it all you want, but this, I, this I, is working. I, I read somebody. I was so mad because I actually, you know what? It's probably better that I read it this way. I read, I think, Jimmy Traina from SI who <laughs> tweeted out after it happened. Um, WWE just did a segment that was worse than Katie Vick. Um, not, it's not only not true, it's about the farthest thing from the truth that I've the ever seen. The dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, it, it wasn't as perfect as it could have been, but it worked. It yes. worked. It, in the and way. By it, the way, they tricked me into forgetting that Rusev was going to come out of that goddamn cake. One like, that. I immediately was like, Rusev's in the cake. And then when they did what they did, right. I was like. Oh, this is I what they were building. Forgot yes, about correct. With the, then, second, the second part being what I've talked about throughout the, all of this. This works because it's bizarre. Because yeah. it's bizarre, it works. That's the only thing. That's the reason why any of this is good. Is because it's way, effing if bizarre. Total Divas, how mad is uh, Sonya Deville right now? Oh right, yeah, because yeah, yeah, that's a good they point. They scrapped her. Yeah, she was her, supposed her to get the storyline that was right. going to be the first ever yeah, uh, right. LGBTQ storyline, and now we've got this. Um, and that's the only thing that I thought about that I was kind of like, oh, yeah. But Ronda we've got someone on the roster, you know. Ronda Oscar is my prediction. So there you go, Brandon. So my prediction is that I believe that AJ Lee is going to win the Royal Rumble and fight Bailey at WrestleMania. Oh shit! Because you've got the perfect uh, Bailey as the, su- the former super fan that's turned sour. AJ Lee comes back to sort of, uh, you know, teach her lesson or whatever. And I, I think that's because I, I listen as much as I love Lacey, I just don't think that this thing has legs in the title picture. I think that it's. 
she's good as a face. I've always thought that with the Liberty Bell gimmick, which is basically what she's doing right now. Um, but I think that, you know, I think it's only a matter of time before we get AJ Lee back in the WWE. I don't know if it's going to be this soon, but that's my sort of like hot take of yeah. what I yeah, would I want you. to see. I hear you. All right, AJ. Uh, my take is that Braun Strowman will turn heel this year and dominate. I mean, I I the, hope the turning heel part is. Yeah, yeah please don't. <laughs> I well, mean, no, it's why not? that he, no, he's going to do it four times this year based on the past <laughs> no, few years. No, no, I mean, I mean, he's going to go full monster <laughs> heel and win a title and reign supreme over everything. You know, it reminds me of my. It, it reminds me of one of my favorite old WWE songs. It goes, well, I'm a heel now. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. All right, boys, there you go. Uh, was there anything we didn't cover? Did we, should we have? I feel like in the past we did a guest of the year. But we? I don't think we've ever done that. I could have sworn that we did that at one point, but I guess that would be stupid because we would just. Oh, you know what? There would be there would be two nominees. Actually, it wouldn't just go to Jericho. It would be between Jericho and Mr. Miz. Mr. Miz was pretty awesome. Oh my god, he was so good. Kind of go want to go with Mr. Miz. Yeah, there. I hear you. Jericho's great, but my god, Mr. Miz was amazing. <laughs> Didn't you have Dr. Shelby on this year? Was Not that, that wasn't this year. That wasn't this oh. year. He was amazing. What was it? Was Dr. Shelby this year? I gotta think about that. Was well, Dr. Let's Sh- see. When it would have been in the middle of the Bailey Sasha. St- that would have been la- two years yeah, ago. Yeah. Yeah. Or last year. Was yeah. Two years ago? I mean, a year and a half ago at this point. Uh, yeah, that it was, was, it was June 2018 yeah. for Dr. Shelby. Yeah. yeah, Mr. Miz was was goddamn gold. Arn Anderson was pretty great. Arn Anderson was great. There's no doubt about it. Um, we and, had a lot of Jericho, though. Yeah, Jericho. God. All right, whatever. I, I mean, Mr. Miz was phenomenal. He was he was amazing. I mean, like like beyond. I thought it was going to be good. I thought it was worth waiting for to make sure it happened. It was even better than that. It was incredible. Do we want to do? Do we want to do a? Um, do we want to be assholes and do our like shitty thing of the year? What do you mean? Like, what, what we thought was the worst like, thing. Of like the, like year? the worst. It's Shane McMahon. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, how great was it that, uh, who just said, who was the one that just said that on, uh, oh my God, someone cut a promo where they said, uh, was it, who was it? Somebody was, was it like, Kevin Owens. No, it was better was, than that. It was on TV? Was it Rusev? Somebody cut a promo where he's like, oh, yeah, over there they have Shane McMahon. And, oh, God, I wish I could remember. Uh, I, don't, was, I don't know. It was how. pretty great. All right. I have no idea how I missed that. All right, uh, boys, let's get our plugs in. Um, Aaron, I will start with you. Uh, follow me on Twitter at the Aoster. Read myself at the Baltimore Sun, and of course, watch the Daily Line three to seven every day. You can watch on NBCSports.com/bet, or if you're in DC, Philly, Chicago, or San Francisco, you can watch on your local NBC Sports affiliate. Very cool, Brandon. What's coming up at Ramshead Live? Um, I'm totally not prepared to talk about anything. Awesome, so just awesome, go. brilliant check plug, out, man. Check That's... out RamsheadLive.com. Um. At Ramsey Live. Oh, I can know what we can talk about. Frozen Harbor Music Festival just announced their lineup on February 28th and February 29th. We've got The Bridge. Um, oh, I do like Baltimore's, The Bridge. I do actually like um, The Bridge. Um, doing a, uh, you know, Chris Jacobs is off doing a solo thing, and it's, it's a lot of people love it, but uh, they're going to do another reunion show um, on the Friday, and then Real Big Fish is headlining on the Saturday. And um, there's a whole bunch of bands. It's like, 
there's there's uh, music in every venue at Power Plant. Glenn, we hung out the year that Dude, uh, Drew it's, Hill. I mean, I was gonna say the bridge is good, but it ain't Drew Hill. Drew Hill was the greatest night of my life. <laughs> like, <it laughs> we was... have a whole bunch of stuff we're getting ready to announce that we've sort of been holding back um, for the holidays. There is uh, no, so... is there a, is there a bit that you're doing where like it's gonna be Drew, uh, it's gonna be the bridge, and then Onyx is gonna play afterwards because that was the <laughs> literally the best thing that's ever happened. Is we went right from the Drew Hill show to going to see Onyx. Uh, late that night, that festival. No, that's but an... the pie tasters are on the Real Big Fish show. Oh, that's cool. And... Ooh, that's cool. Awesome. Yeah, that's I cool. Mean, I might be in for that. Yeah, I don't, they don't even announce the bands that are on the bridge night yet. But there's and and all the other like power plant venues have music going all day Saturday and all night on um, Friday. So get your tickets for that, and then we have a whole bunch of announcements that we're going to start spitting out here for 2020 in the next week. Go to at Rams Alive on Twitter or. Instagram and bramsalive.com and you can follow me at Brandon Linton. AJ. Uh, follow me on our social media at AJ Francis 410. I will be having some very big news coming down within the mm. world. Mm. That, that all of you are already very well aware of. Mm. Yeah. Mm. AJ's new Doritos commercial will be. Oh, yeah. What quarter? What quarter are we going to be able to see that into the Super Bowl? Hopefully, have time. Yeah, that's, money. that's what I'm looking forward to. All right, there you go. And of course, uh, if you haven't checked out Frank, you're insane. Uh, go do it. Yeah, just yeah. it's all in my social media, baby. Just go check me out. You feel me? At Glenn Clark Radio, GlennClarkRadio.com. We will try to get back to a more normal schedule um, in the coming weeks. I uh, hope everybody enjoyed their holidays. Happy New Year um, for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. They literally had 600 matches against each other and they were all genius and you fuckers wanted to vote for Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano. The fuck is wrong with you? You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) There it is. AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing Out. Cameron Grimes is winning the boat.